You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm your host, Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. A few minutes of your time just might change your mind. We're keeping it all the way short. The pride problem. We talked about it on previous episodes and there's a passage that kind of just hits me right here in the heart, but it's Proverbs 16 verse 18 and it reads, pride goes before destruction and arrogant spirit before the fall. In case you didn't know, pride is a problem. I'm not talking about in our society in current times. I'm talking about a deeper problem, a problem that was present even in the Garden of Eden with the original man and woman, Adam and Eve, and the eating of the fruit. Even um, up until today, pride is a serious problem that is not actually being addressed. We're distracted by other things that are going on around us, but we're not dealing with the main issue that should be prioritized. And that's our pride. That little seed can turn into a massive tree and bear some really rotten fruit. Pride is defined as a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. That part's important. The achievements of those with whom one is closely associated with or qualities or possessions that are widely admired. That's also important. I take you back to the Tower of Babel. Google that if you're not familiar with it, but it is a biblical uh, reference. But long story short, it was a nation of people who wanted to separate themselves from the nation that they were already connected with because they had a desire, maybe a deep-seated lust for their own power, for their own relevance. They wanted to establish their name above the names of everyone in the nation or the nation itself. So they decided amongst themselves to build a tower so high that it would reach the heavens and one, get God's attention, let him know that they were there and that they were relevant. But secondly, also to establish their own name and posterity to surpass that of the nation. So they put their own interests above that of the nation. And what ended up happening, if you don't, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the story or you're not familiar with the account, their plan failed. Their languages were confused and they were not able to accomplish their mission. That was built on the seed of pride. Rather than help uphold the standard that was going on, what they decided to do instead was to build something to elevate themselves above the interests of others and literally elevate themselves above others to the point to build a tower so high it would surpass the clouds and reach even up to the very heavens. Another definition of pride is a high or inordinate opinion of one's own dignity, importance, merit, or superiority. So it sounds like pride can be good or bad in some ways. I think that's true. I mean, a group of lions is a pride as well. It's necessarily bad unless it encounters some antelope. That's a pride problem. But I think the problem here is one of intent. Any acting on or building upon a dysfunction with his voids in our life. 
we lack recognition or don't feel appreciated. So we go over and above. We're flamboyant. We're going to show the world who we are. Show the world that we have meaning. We're relevant. But deep inside, the void has been resolved. That's one of the trickery uh, or deceitfulness of pride. Because it makes you think that you're special and unique and above everybody else. But deep inside, you still have the void. It hasn't been filled. Pride never fills voids. Pride just exacerbates the void. Or covers the void up by adding something ancillary or external to it. But it never solves the problem. What do you do when pride shows up? We're really proficient at putting this out in other people, but might even be experts. But what about the pride in you? Are you able to see it? Are you able to recognize it? Do you know that it's there? This is the battle before the battle. See, we yell at our TV screens and shout obscenities because players on our favorite team are breaking rank, but nobody's yelling at you. When you break rank, when you break protocol, when you go into business for yourself, whether it be in ministry or an organization at work or in your family or in business, when you set out to go out for yourself, nobody's yelling at you, though. This is the battle before the battle. We face the one before we get out of bed to commute to work. We face it before we go to grab our Bibles to go to church or before we look in the mirror and brush our teeth and get our breakfast and our coffee or tea. This is the battle before the battle. Before we can effectively conquer the day and win it, we got to face that part. Because that part, as small as you may think it is, as irrelevant as you, th- you may think it is, and many of us do because that's why we don't address it. Because we think it's minor. We don't think it's a big deal. Hey, it's just a little seed. What's the big deal? Put some water on that bad boy and watch what happens. But that little part, that pride, has the ability to submarine everything we're looking to accomplish before it gets started. We spend our time blaming other people, but or they, they don't support us, or we're like, how they supporting us? But the real enemy in all this, and he was there all along, is pride. I can't believe they did this. If it was me, I would never did that. They are so pride. It's that small part. That's the real enemy. And we sleep with him. We live with him. We invite him to the dinner table. We invite him to all of our family gatherings. Pride. We got to root him out. The only way to do that is to humble ourselves before the Lord and allow him to cut out that part. That part that makes us think that we're better than everybody else or our way is the only way. If you don't like it, take the highway. We're at war, ladies and gentlemen. And pride is in our back pockets. It's on the sidelines with us if we're not fighting. Even in our silence, we can't stay safe because pride is there with us. And we're always going to be deficient and ineffective as long as pride is there. We can't win when pride is at work. So I don't know about you, but it's time for us to identify the real enemy in all of this. Not the folks with agendas and signs, but the real enemy. The one to be take to bed every night and wake up with every morning. Pride. That comes before the fall. When you see pride, Destruction is soon to follow. When you see a conceited spirit or conceited attitude, 
A fall comes next. Prior. We got to own the fact that we all play a part in our collective situation. We all got a hand in what's happening around us despite our attempt to stay safe or stay neutral. Pride comes before destruction. We're keeping it all the way short, baby. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.